Hello and welcome to the Mums Who Want More podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Terlick, leader of the Lead and Inspire community, mum of two beautiful children, a life satisfaction coach and a passionate teacher. I've created this podcast for you to inspire, uplift and empower you to be who you want to be and create the life that you want to live. So are you ready? Let's jump on in. Hello, hello, and welcome to today's episode of the Mums Who Want More podcast. I'm Jessica Terlick, and if you don't know me, I'm the leader of the Lean and Inspire community, a place for you to have time to think about what you truly want and how to make it happen. My superpower is providing you with the opportunity to prioritize your self-care through time management, organizational skills, reflection, and most of all, identifying your superpowers. It may not sound too exciting or fun to you, but I know that life will be joyful, fun, and how you truly want it to be once you know how to work with your energy cycle, organize your day the way that you want it to be, and to start going for what you want. In today's episode, I'm going to talk to you about self-awareness. We're going to look at what is self-awareness, how to increase your self-awareness, and why do we want to become self-aware. So let's start back with what is self-awareness, all right? Self-awareness is having that awareness about yourself in the context that you are in, right? So knowing that, and I suppose it goes back to knowing your comfort zone. So with our self-awareness, we know who we are and what we stand for and what we value as such at this present moment. Our self-awareness doesn't sort of form until we are around the age of eight. And even then, if you think back to any like childhood memories, only certain defining moments will come up or memories will come up depending if it's been um, linked to a stimulus and you've been exposed to that stimulus and then you remember something. So quite often that's linked to our five senses, right? So if you smell a particular or a familiar smell, then that's going to bring forward a memory that is linked to that smell. When we look at it in terms of self-awareness, if you were thinking about certain memories or defining moments, quite often they won't be younger than the age of eight unless you've experienced trauma. So our self-awareness is being created up until the age of eight. Now on another sort of tangent, which you do know that I like to go on little tangents, um, that's why I found when I became a mum really focusing on what did I really want to instill or teach and Ava in particular because obviously being my first child what did I want to instill in her or teach her and then I gave myself that time frame of zero to eight what did I want to put in place what sort of thinking or thought patterns did I want to do to instill in her so then she could take that on until she's the age of eight right and so every year that she gets older you know when you go through those memories of when you know just before she was born and after and so on I think to myself right so she just recently well she turned six so I got got, right I've got two more years two more years to keep instilling all those things that I wanted to do and what I hoped to be able to instill before she turns eight now don't get me wrong if your child's over the age eight that doesn't mean that you're you're not you missed your opportunity as such it's just something that I'm testing or trying trialing as such to see how much that does make an impact. Another thing that I have seen through my personal development journey is that our children's inner voice, so that ego that I speak about, that voice that is almost like our worst enemy or that person that's inside our head saying we're not good enough, you can't do that, the one that's trying to keep us inside our comfort zone, right? quite often starts off being our parents' voice. And so I'm just going to throw it out there. It could be potentially our voices as mums, right? Our voices are going to be ringing in their subconscious mind. And I suppose there is already a little bit of evidence that shows that because if you think about it now, when you go to say something to your children, how many times do you go, oh, wow, I really sound like my (laughs) mum? So 
I don't want us to be freaked out about that, but just bring that self-awareness back to the fact that we actually do have quite a lot of power, not only in our own lives, but in our children's lives. And I'm sure you're well aware of it. What I hope to do is sort of put some perspective into that so then we can actually utilize that. And that can be part of our superpower as well, right? So our self-awareness grows with our age, right? The older we get, the more wiser we become. And we can link this also to, and I don't know about you, but I'm going to link it to makeup, right? So all the way I look. Now, although I'm probably still just as obsessed or concerned about the way that I look and I'm still working on that, when I was younger, I was more about I need to have makeup on, I need to have the best brands, I need to do this, I need to look like like I need to go to a surf shop to buy things and so on. As I get older, and I know it might come down to the fact that I'm quite happy to spend more money on Ava and Rob than I am myself, so therefore I'm not going to always go for the brands. And let's face it, Kmart is really enjoyable to shop at. But where I'm going with it is that we tend to go, you know what, it's okay. So when we bring it back to makeup, there's days now where I go to school pickup and you go, you know what, it's okay. I don't need to be wearing makeup. I've had a natural day all day today. I don't need to put makeup on. I don't need to be seen in a particular way as well. As we get older, we become more confident in who we are as people and we also become more comfortable in that sense and that's not meaning the comfort in the sense of comfort zone, comfortable in the sense of being comfortable in our own skin. But what gets us to this point? It's our own self-awareness. It's that awareness of the way that we feel, the awareness of how other people make us feel and the awareness of the experiences that we are going through. So when we look at being aware, um, coming aware at the age of eight and we're going through the school system, look, you know, I work in the school system and I, I love being a teacher, but I think there's certainly things that need to be upgraded or changed in the school system, um, in particular in curriculum. So we are almost like confined or restricted to go through school and then we form our rules according to the expectations that are placed upon us by ourselves, by others and by the system. So these expectations form who we perceive to be. Classic example, I was right, I'm going to go through school and then I'm going to go to university. Got to the stage where I had to decide what I wanted to do at university. I actually did say I wanted to be a teacher, but all my year 10 teachers and even some of the year 11 teachers were like, no, 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 don't do that yet. Live your life first and then become a teacher. So so burnt into my mind. So then I chose to do um, sports. I get a bachelor in sports science, right? Because I was good at science and I liked sports. So I merged those two together. So I was like, right, so go through school, get the best grades I can be, set myself up for the best opportunity possible and then go to uni. So continue on that learning. And then it was like, right, when I'm at uni, I'm going to get my degree and then I'm going to get a job. And while I'm doing that, I'm going to find my future husband and get married. And then once I'm in my job and we're married, we buy a house. And then once I um, feel settled and in my career, then we're going to have children. And then once we have children, then we're going to do this, right? It's almost like we map it all out, but it's like the system wants us to map that all out in the sense. And that's, I think, one of the major things that causes anxiety and stress is because of these expectations that are being placed or the expectations we're placing on ourselves because we think that's the right thing to do. That's probably another episode topic, so I'm going to make note of that so I can actually talk about that. 
coming back into the self-awareness thing is, is that all of a sudden we jump on this train when we're at school and we are following like we have to get through our school year. And I don't know about you, but I certainly got to that point of, all right, I need to get through this year because then that's going to get me to the next year. And then once I get through to the next year, then I'm going to be practice, like, you know, I'm going to be studying for my, well, at that stage it was TEE, which is ATAR now, obviously. And then once I get into year 12, then I'm going to do this. And then once I do this, then I'm going to do this, right? It's that whole X, Y, and then I'm going to do Z. The self-awareness drops off the more that we slip into autopilot. We are expecting ourselves to get to our destination and then we think we're doing all the things to get us there. Meanwhile, we are teaching our body to switch on autopilot. You know that feeling that when you're driving home or driving somewhere really familiar and then you arrive and go, oh my goodness, how did I get here? Your body has literally driven and you go, did I stop at that traffic light? Did I give way at that roundabout? It's that whole blank out, that autopilot zone, right? And we tend to do that. The busier we become, the more we switch on to autopilot. And I was a classic for switching on autopilot because when I switched on that autopilot, I was productive. I kept going. I was achieving. I was successful. And I kept tick, 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 tick and got all the things done to the point of like I always wanted to have children right up until I, like I wanted to have all my children done by the age of 30. And I remember on my 30th birthday going because I was pregnant with Rob and I was like, and he was due in the December and my birthday's in August. And I was like, oh, well, at least I've achieved my goal of having children done by the time I'm 30 because I was in my third, like I was 30 at that time. So I saw that as an achievement, right? So tick, 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 all these boxes. My self-awareness has grown over time, but I wish that I was more self-aware at a younger point in my time, right? So we want to be able to inspire in our children to become more self-aware at a younger age. And the best way to do that is for us to actually be more self-aware ourselves. So how to increase our own self-awareness. Now, you might want to go back and listen to the previous episode, episode three about journaling, because journaling brings us back into the present moment. And it also allows us to analyze or to think about our thoughts and feelings. You need to, well, I suggest that you start spending some time with yourself again and getting to know who you are, your own identity, what you love to do, what you don't like to do, um, things that make you happy, things that make you sad. And once again, you can use journaling as a really great tool to get into all these, like these juicy questions and find out about yourself. You don't need to allocate big chunks of time to this. It can be simply as five, 10 minutes here and there. And then start with identifying one thing about yourself and then working on that every day, like really thinking about how, like perhaps I started going through a phase where I was identifying how I felt when I was coming into contact with particular people or relationships as such, like be in the present moment with that person, tap into yourself and go, how am I feeling at the moment? Am I feeling comfortable with the conversation? Is there things that I'm holding back? Am I suppressing how I'm feeling? Am I not putting forward my opinions? And then when you leave that conversation or in um, when you finish having that um, interaction with that person, thinking about like, how do I feel now that I've left? Am I feeling positive? Am I feeling negative? Has that brought up anything for me and so on? So pick one area of what you want to improve in terms of your self-awareness and then explore that a little bit further. So whether it's relationships, it might be money, it might be the household, it might be with your own children, it might be with work. It might be just generally with yourself and trying to find yourself again, like your identity, just trying to generate that self-awareness. 
Now, why do we want to become more self-aware? So like I've already touched on is that we want to be able to um, switch off the autopilot a lot sooner and be able to, instead of our brain having this one thought track, this train path that it just goes, yep, once we do this, we do this and so on, right? We're racing through the days, we're racing through the weeks and then as a result, we're racing through the years. When we are self-aware, we're brought back into the present moment when we're in the present moment, we are not in a stressed state. So stress survives in the past and it thrives in the future. So if we're thinking about things that have happened in the past because we haven't let go of that negative energy as such, then stress is going to be thinking about it all the time. Like it's going to bring up that stressful thinking. We're going to be like, oh, I wish I said this differently or I wish I did this differently or why didn't I do it this way, right? And then it thrives in the future if we're not in the present moment because we're going to go, okay, well, once I've done this, then I'm going to do this. And then once I've done that, then I'm going to do that. Or perhaps you're going to be going through in the convers- like in your head, the conversation that's never going to happen or doesn't even happen. And you're already stressing, you're getting yourself in that stress cycle with it as well. So that's what I mean about stress is surviving in the past and thriving in the future. When you are in the present moment, you are calm, you are in control and you are able to see and feel all your thoughts and feelings in- with clarity, right? So when we are in this state of clarity, life is easier time goes slower like we have the ability to like react and be proactive we're also not feeling like we're pushing this boulder up the hill because we're not aiming for the destination we're not aiming for what's going to happen at the end of the day or like um you know you i'm sure you've had work days or even days at home where you're just like i just can't wait till my partner gets home or i just can't wait till i go home what we want to do is bring it right back to that self-awareness and go right why am i feeling that way what's happening and how can i change it that's the self-awareness we want to put in place When you become more self-aware, you're then able to establish clear boundaries. When we have clear boundaries, we're going to be saving and conserving our energy, right? Our energy is not going to be going off to, you know, not people pleasing as such, but it's not going to be expelled here and there and everywhere. We're going to be keeping it towards ourselves. And when we have clearer boundaries, we actually get to know ourselves better as well. We're also able to verbalize our boundaries and to sort of be okay with, um, not sort of be okay with, actually be okay with um, how we feel and what we actually want. The last thing that I wanted to touch on with when we become self-aware is the um, how it actually reduces our stress and how it helps us manage our emotions. So just going back on what I was talking about before when I was leaving school and then going into university and then getting a job. Obviously, I had a career change when I was at university. I um like started te- like started studying teaching so as a result then it was like right once I am a qualified teacher I'm going to get a job once I get a job then I'm going to get my permanency once I get my permanency I'm going to go for my level three once I get my level three I'm going to become a deputy principal and so on right like I was getting this all out but we like and I was aiming for it but what I didn't realize at the time is that life does actually happen and things do come along the way and then I had to mesh my personal life in with my work life and then start mapping out okay so when are we going to get married when are we going to have kids and so on and some of these things are not in our control so we can be left really disappointed if things are not happening along our timeline and then we start feeling that that's a bad thing and that's because of us that that's happening right but it actually isn't it's because we're trying to control it too much we're putting too much expectation on it And rather than enjoying the journey, we're actually thinking, oh, I'm just saying to get there. And then when I get there, this is how I'm going to feel, or this is what I'm going to get, or this is what's going to happen next. And I want to bring it right back, right? Self-awareness brings it right back to the present moment. 
and it actually makes life easier. It helps us manage our stress and our emotions because when we bring it back to now and the way we're feeling, we're not suppressing it. We're not lifting up that rug and sweeping it underneath. If we're feeling stressed for a particular reason or we've got some really strong emotions, we're able to draw awareness to it, identify what's triggered us, and then either release it or do something about it. And once again, that will probably be another podcast episode that we'll go into as well. Can't talk about everything in one episode. (laughs) So if you are looking for ways to actually manage your emotions or reduce your stress, then maybe bring it right back to integrating a practice in your self-care practices that's going to increase your self-awareness about yourself. I would absolutely love to know how you plan on increasing your own self-awareness. So perhaps you're going to carve out some time in your weekly schedule, or maybe perhaps you're just going to, when you get moments to think in your head, you maybe think of different things that you can do to bring that self-awareness into your life. Please, like always, share with the Leading Aside community by either tagging me on Instagram, Jessica underscore Turlick, or perhaps maybe post your story and tag me in it as well. And if you are not already in one of our Facebook groups, I really, really invite you over. I would love for you to join us because then we can be all in that sort of inner circle of the Leading Inspire community, sharing what we're going through. And also, you never know what inspiration you might get off other community members. And like I always like to encourage, you never know what inspiration you might share with others so until next episode i am jessica turlick and you have been listening to the mums who want more podcast i will speak to you all soon bye for now thank you for listening to the mums who want more podcast if you like this episode please share it with a friend you never know how much you can help others by showing them what you are listening to If you are loving my short, sharp, and to-the-point episodes, I would love for you to leave me a five-star review. As you know, all additional information is in the show notes, and if you are not part of the community yet, come join us. If you are part of the community, I'll see you in there. Bye for now.